Good afternoon and welcome in to the penultimate edition of Supercoach Corner from the Mad Monday podcast. My name is Manai Stewart. I'm joined by Adam Pumana. And uh, Adam, will get into it very shortly. Our head-to-head league uh, came down to the grand final between the two of us. But I wanted to update the top five uh, because this is the final round of the Mad Monday Munters group. And the top five has looked the same for most of the probably last month, almost last six weeks. Razman and Sean's Sharkies. Uh, then we go back to Wakachangi Warriors, the Undateables, and the Honshu Hawks. About 100 points separating each of them. It's really down to Razman and Sean's Sharkies. Um, the the Razman has about 100 points, just under 100 points on Sean's Sharkies, which is a captaincy difference. It's a VC loophole. It's a it's a surprise performance from a team on a depleted roster, a player on a depleted roster away. So there's plenty um, on the line for them. And, Adam, I believe that we have started collating the prize pack as well. Yeah, we had to do a bit of hunting yesterday, and I'd realised that uh, our, I don't even know how to say it. Uh, prize cupboard? Yeah, prize cupboard. Yeah, I, I, it's not really a cupboard. It is it is an array <laughs> of uh, plastic boxes where a yep. lot of things are hidden to make sure no one takes them. Um, we have uh, found the bounty, and we have yep. this year's... Uh, Warriors jerseys fully signed by the current team. Yeah, well, I was just going to make a point on that. The wildest thing about that is we have ones from last year and we've got um, a ball that I nicked from Mount Smart Stadium last year that was signed by the team at the start of the season. This is the first year I can remember where we have the same team at the end of the year. Nobody, like we're not paying some prop to go and play for the Roosters for $700,000. We haven't sacked anyone, we haven't dropped anyone, haven't picked anyone up. It's the same team that we started with, so... This could be, this could um, be quite a collector's item. Well, that, that's that's what you think, right? It does look nice. I mean, uh, if we take it, if we take it all the way, ima- it, imagine because imagine <laughs> at the end of this, as you're saying, for the first time in ages, it stayed true, it stayed solid, and all of a sudden you get to frame that bad boy yeah. up. Even I would say, even if they made the final, the final, yeah. that is enough to hang it up in the old, you know, next to the bar at home, and just really, yeah, you know, have that as a piece of uh, artwork that you can tell all your friends about, you know, yeah. Uh, so that's going to be going to one of probably only about three dudes who could really win that one at this stage. What else is in that prize pack? So we've got the signed jersey. Yeah, well, it's quite obvious that we need to give out a DWZ hat. Yes. Um, there has been lots of conversation about it. He's a huge fan. Um, it couldn't be more like the man. Yeah. And in the great form that he's been in as well. It just makes sense. And I think so far we have uh, just that and a set of the ship hat. So a couple yep. of hats with days out in the summer as um, – Finally, as we saw yesterday, the, yep. the you know the sun's finally come out again, mm-hmm. and it'll be that shirt. But there is something else that we've been tossing up in the yeah. office, Manara, and what is that? Well, that's something that we talked about at the start of the season, and this is something that selfishly I want to make sure is included in there. Well, we both want. And we need to have a Mad Monday for the Mad Monday crew. Um, when the Warriors season finishes, we need to go and uh, lock ourselves away somewhere at some sort of uh, function away from the prying eyes of the paparazzi and just enjoy what was a hard-fought season for us as commentators and podcasters and fans. We need to figure out how we're going to do this. We need to figure out how many uh, spots we're going to have open at that table as well for the for the Mad Monday and whether it's just the winner of our league that gets to come along with us or is it the top five. Um, those are negotiations I'm going to have to have with uh, ACC head G-Lane. I, 
I feel like that could be quite a conversation though, because obviously he'd have to come along, you know, because yeah. you know he'd be in control. Um, it would take a lot of heat off the rest of us. How do you think those conversations are going to go? Um, yeah, I don't think. Look, he's coming back to work tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be the first thing I bring up. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, of course. But to be honest, we do have a little while left in the season, yes. so maybe tomorrow we just say, hey, you know the. The winner of it's coming up soon, and we just kind of plant the seed early. Mm. And so, you know, we're just talking gradually over three or four weeks. Um, you know, what what he's been told just gets gradually greater and greater. Yep. And then you hit him, uh, bangs smack on the forehead as we we're in the semis. Everyone's excited. Yep. And that might be the thing to take it over the line. The only issue is that we, if the Warriors make the final, will be in Paris, uh, myself and G Lane. So it might and have to be a delayed. Or I mean, I don't want to miss out on it. Yeah, but also uh, I'm pretty sure two other parts of the uh, podcast as well already have grand final tickets, definitely. Yep. So I think the only one left in New Zealand uh, for it is the biggest piss drinker out of the lot, uh, Keezy. <laughs> yeah, and you, you, it's a bit of a liability just having a one-on-one mad Monday with Keezy, so we might have to wait till everyone's back in the building. But um, we will work on that. You don't need to worry your pretty little head about that one just yet, but we'll keep you posted on that on this or the Monday recap uh, podcast. But... Adam, in our head-to-head league, I think most people are in like a overall points league. A lot of people are going for like overall points overall, you know, in the across Australasia. We had our own little head-to-head thing. And in the end, you took it out. I had the opportunity to try the old VC loophole on um, Nathan Cleary. But as I said last week, I've never done it before. So I was like, you got to dance with who you came with. And I didn't come with the VC loop, so I didn't bother. I came with... Uh, betting against the Tigers, and that's exactly what I did. I captained Joe Manu, as did about, I think it was the third highest captain choice last week. Yeah, so not a bad pick. Not a great pick. Five minutes into the game, uh, he pulls up lane with a hammy. He'd already scored 17 points, so he was on track for a massive one. Um, but unfortunately, that got doubled to 32 or 34 points, I think. And in the end, you beat me by about 100. Ponga was your captain. He went bang. And you are the greatest super coach player in the Mad Monday podcast crew. Yeah, no, and thank you for that. Um, I actually have something that I want to show you. Oh, um, sure. Oh, my God. Put I, that away, Adam. I, <laughs> well, there's that also. Um, but I just want to show you how uh, amazing it is to win super coach. So mm. what I'm going to do right now, because obviously you can't see this, is I'm going to stand up and I'm going to walk something over to Manaya <laughs> and I'm going to show him uh, what you get for winning uh, the league, okay? So uh, okay. Hold, hold, hold tight. Yeah. Well, that's a good point because we actually didn't discuss what the winner gets. Oh, Adam has been given a Supercoach NRL League Premier's Certificate, the 2023 ACC Mad Monday League team name Friday Night Footy name Adam. Did that pop up on your screen? Yeah, it did. And the funniest (laughs) thing is I really think we need to explain to the listeners what kind of, uh, I can't even say age group, um, how much effort or time do you think was put into uh, making this and how how high of a quality is it? Can, that, you, can you please share that to the listeners? It looks like it's been made on PowerPoint. It doesn't quite fit properly on an, um, on an A4 piece of paper. You've also printed it in colour, but the only thing that's coloured is the Supercoach logo and NRL, which are green. Everything else is black or grey. Um but, I mean, you know, congratulations, mate. Well, it, it honestly made me laugh because I seen it pop up and it was like, hey, to print out your blah, blah, blah. And I, I honestly just thought it would have been um, slightly somewhat better. But that obviously shows uh, everyone how much it matters. Yeah. I, I just want to delve back into something that you spoke about earlier. Yeah. 
Can we please explain to the listeners how many times we went through how to do the VC loop, you yep. and I, on yep. the days prior? Because yep. I feel like um, you, I, f- I feel like you wouldn't be the only one that had that because I had that trouble early on. Yep. Um, so how many times we talk about it, mate? Oh, mate, must have been about four or five. Uh, even so then the first game was the Panthers and Cleary put up 109. So then on the Friday, I came back in and had to ask you again. Oh, how do I do it? And if I do it, and then I was trying to crunch the numbers in my head. So if I do it, then I'm basically saying, I think he's going to score more than Mulitalo by a considerable amount. But then what happens if this happens? What happens if that happens? It got right up to the point where 45 minutes before the Roosters kickoff, I was about to text you and just be like, so how does it work here? Because I was going to do it. In hindsight, I should have and locked that ex- those extra points in. But I just, I, again, if I was going to lose, I wanted to lose because I didn't, you know, not because I tried something new that I'd never done before. Yeah, and the, to be honest, I was extremely serious about Captain Imanu, but I think I, we spoke about it on Monday, is I really didn't want it come to come down to, to five points. I kind of just wanted either one of us just to win clearly and it not be us, you know, like looking for the score update and everything. So yeah. as soon as I saw that, I just had to stay somewhere else. I just I just wanted it to be a clear win. You know, I... I I'm going to be honest, I also forgot about checking anything out. Busy weekend. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's the same reason why you shouldn't mess around with the VC loop. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a dangerous game. Unless um, it is your game. And if that's what you've been doing the whole season, like, then, then keep doing it. But yeah, you, I, like I keep saying, you got to dance with who you came with. And um, now is not the time to... Because as if you lose... And it's because you did something you've never done before. You're going to be spewing. Yeah, no, and you would be. And, and that was the point as well. And I think that's the reason why I just stayed with Ponga because I was like, you know, I, I was kind of the same as you. You know, you wanted to to square off with the Tigers again, go Tiger yeah. hunting. Mm. And I was like, the only reason why I'm in this position is because I've kept in Ponga for the last four to six weeks yep. and he's gone berserk. Stuck with it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, there was a bit of messaging in the group chat, but he looked bloody good in that game man it was actually quite nice to watch like I know it's on the back of a losing side yeah and everything he was taking and it is ridiculous how much goes through one single man for a team to be successful eh? another podcast um, I forget who but one of the other league podcasts that you probably listen to as well at home um, was going on about how every single try they scored he was involved yeah it was oh it was the Mad Monday podcast with Chris Key and Ben Hurley um, it was either an assist, a direct assist from him, it was a hockey assist, or he scored the try himself, he converted it all. He's a real one-man team, and he's proving why he demands that massive, um, massive paycheck. Looking forward, so this season, and look, I can't imagine if you're one of these top five players that you're even ever taking any advice from us as to who to pick up and drop, but hots and drops, I think this week, are so squirrely. Um, I'd love to improve my score a little bit. I'm still hovering around 80th. Um, but, you know, the Warriors have named a fuck you team this week, uh, a fuck you Wayne Bennett, fuck you Dolphins, we're resting everyone. Um, and I think a lot of teams who are in that top eight, top four are doing that, except for the Panthers. They're the only ones who have named everyone. Cleary's playing the whole lot. But then it makes me wonder as well with having uh, Luai out as well, are they just making sure that when they go into that first round, because there is a chance they well, they play the Warriors, right, at the moment, the way it stands. Yep. So if that's the case, are they just making sure that... They're okay know, without Luai. Yeah, and, and everything's kind of ticking along. You know, they've had a couple of shaky weeks. It kind of makes sense for them because, yeah. you know, they, they just want to be in that pole position. But, um, you know, I, I'm the same as you. I blew my load last week, um, had to make a couple of trades just because uh, for a lot of people, there's been so many injuries the last few weeks, whether it be mm. Garrick... 
um, you know, with the buyers last week as well. Um, my point to do with this is that I think right now is kind of a really prime time to show that, you know, a, a lot of other shows in that as well talk about how you have to sell everyone, nuff everyone out yep. in order to make sure that you have as much money as you can for this final round. But right now shows the fragility of it as well. And that if you just had one or two guys that were just sifting around playing a little bit, that if you just didn't get rid of everyone, you know, clear house, that right now, um, you know, in consideration, um, it actually would have been the prime thing to have two or three guys that were just there. I know sometimes they're a little bit uh, niggly in the emergency reserve position, but this week that could be the difference between you, uh, you know, ruling the roost because let's be honest, how many trades you got, mate? None. Same here. Yeah. And, and I feel like for a lot of people, it's all good and well to say you're going for, um, you know, overall. But if you're in a matchup versus someone else, a lot of pride comes into that. And you, you, you can't not uh, give it a shot as well. And, and with the league finishing last week as well, it is a little bit niggly because, mm. you know, you can go back and say, hey, would have been super great if we had just, you know, saved one or two trades here, you know, like yeah. hindsight's a beautiful thing. But I think just, you know, the greatest hindsight of it all is just making sure you had a couple of people that were just sifting around enough just to do enough. You know, this is where you need the old uh, second row forward center switch out or something like yeah, that, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we can do it. And I, I know that you did quite a few, but did you trade yep. them all out to be non-players? Yep. Not, um, not on purpose and not for the VC loophole or any of that kind of thing. It was just because I basically compressed, compressed, compressed my team down till I only had the 17 players that you, you know, the 14 or 13 starters for reserves. And, and the team was good, mate. It was putting up huge scores. Well, but it fucked me because when Heinz got um, cancelled out last week, then it brought in fucking Wishart or some some numpty. Yeah, but, um, you know, Heinz is not the only one because you look forward to this week and I saw that Grant is out, which yeah. is a massive blow. And you've got Munster um, yeah. who are out as well. So... Oh. Everyone's everyone's just getting taken down left, right, and centre here, eh? So yeah, well, this is the thing, and that's why I'm saying that there's probably about two or three dudes who can win this Mad Monday Munters group because um, the team list is just so bizarre this week. Um, and I talked about it on the daily agenda this morning, like we've got to change the structure of the. Everyone's saying it, you got to change the structure of the NRL because it's too long. And if you're like the, the last five games that we've had, the Warriors. Uh, we've been playing against teams who can't make the eight, and I think that's why they've been such messy and like unconvincing wins. It's because they're so bizarre. Yeah, and I, I do think this year the weird way that they set up the schedule and how we played people, it seemed consecutively, you know, early yeah. on in the season. I think yeah. that really clouds it. I do like yeah. um, other sports where you kind of rotate all the way through. So then, it, but, mm. you know, for us, it would have been perfect this year because you would have got to the end of the season and we would have been playing a few of these bigger teams and we would have had a chance to play through these last few games against a decent opposition. Mm. Um, is, is there any other takeaways you have from uh, um, this week? Nah, just, I was just looking at players, if you could afford to bring anyone in. Um, Fafita's been named for the Titans. I can't remember who they've got, but, you know, that would be, if you didn't have them already or if you wanted to captain them, that would be my only advice. Uh, drop anyone who plays for the one New Zealand Warriors. Yeah, because there's no way you've got any of them in your side. Yeah, uh, and I just have no idea for Smokies. I reckon you could, at the moment, you could throw a stone and hit 100 different Smokies in the NRL because there's so many different dudes playing um, for teams at the moment. Braden Villiami, who sat on my um, bench for the entire season, is now playing. Yeah, great. Um, okay, so then the only thing is, is you know, what you spoke about earlier is... 
who do you think rolling the dice on the captain is? I, I can start here um, just to give you a moment to just to, you know, mm-hmm. look over your spreadsheets, check the notes, mm. um, which are important things. Run the algorithm. Yeah, you know, all major things. I think this week, I'm going to go back to what failed you last week. Mm. I think a really good shout this week for captain, if you have him, which is a bit of a pod play, is DCE. DC these last couple of weeks has oh, been unbelievable, yeah, has. and this week he's going tiger hunting. Oh, look, <laughs> I lost, I lost my, I lost my hand last yeah. week, tiger hunting. I was like the the girl from the second episode guy, uh, who put their person. hand in the cage person, um, and they them lost their arm, and that was me. I messaged that thing straight into the group chat after I lost this weekend. Yeah, like, and, this is me. And last week, you know, against a oh, not a great side, the Bulldogs, 146. Oh. So, you, we're, you know, if you are looking for a captain choice, you're hunting for something like this just to ensure that you could do enough because I did just check in that Mad Monday Munters group. Mm-hmm. The difference between the, the scores of Usain between first and second, 100 points, mm. and the difference between uh, both their scores from the week, one and two, only 100 points. Yeah. So if you can if you can well over a ton up, yeah. one, one, you know, you're looking at 300, oh boy, you would be cooking. No, and the way he's played as well, he's running, he's taking the line on, he's looked absolutely um Like point-to-proof kind of stuff, eh? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, but maybe yeah, he's angling for the – maybe he feels like he's playing for the halfback, the – Kangaroos halfback jersey, I don't know. Uh, for me, I'd go for Fuida if I were to captain someone this weekend. I just think it's such a n- nothing weekend of rugby league football and there's going to be some guys out there that haven't tried to tackle a man like David Fafita before and if he has any sort of uh, go about him this weekend, I reckon he's going to put up some massive numbers. He hasn't. I mean, he has been. He's obviously been excellent, and and I think he's one of those players that everyone has at the moment at this end of the season. But he hasn't put up the monster stat games like I, I was expecting the odd hundred and forty from him or something like that. Yeah, I think that's fair. But at the same time, like I watched him last week because the game wasn't too bad, um, and it just seems like he has got so much respect around him at the moment that every time he runs it at the line, yeah, there's two, three, four guys trying to wrap him up because they yeah. just know he's due a try. And Tino's just been lapping up the points there as well, eh? So yeah, so Tino would be the other one, I think, as well. Um, Although he did go off a little bit early um, last week as he? well, which absolutely killed me because I thought he was the guy that was going to get me like one forty. Yeah, um, and he was uh, great doors. So um, basically, there's not too much we can kind of hand over in nah. this this little segment. So let's best move. of luck to you. If yeah, you're, if you're still fighting for that final spot, then um, yeah, best of luck to you because this week is a shit show. Not guilty, Your Honour. Yeah, what are you getting the ref's room number, mate? Okay, so moving on to the last part here. Yes. What are we going to do for the TAB Good Punt here, mate? The TAB Good Punt is, again, like everything we've been talking about so far, it's weird because we don't know what these teams are. We don't don't really know um, who's going to play, how they're going to play. And nor does the TAB. They have us as outsiders. So we're paying $2.30 uh, to beat the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are paying $1.59. Heavy favourites. They're playing everyone. Um, I, I love this team naming, as does everyone from the um, Warriors Faithful by uh, Webby, because the last thing anyone wants is to be lined up and shortened by Felice Kafusi. 
this yep. weekend. Yeah, or could you just imagine uh, us watching this week, CNK runs it at the line, gets his head chopped off again, he yep. is gone for the finals. Um, Webby, you're a good man here. Yeah, 100%. Man. So that means that the Warriors are outside favourites. Uh, $2.30 they're paying. That would be the longest odds they've had in about two months, which is incredible. So I reckon we're just going to chuck 100 bucks on that. I'm going to call this the up the wires bet. We're going to put $100 up the wires. That's going to pay 130 back, which, to be honest with you, for all the uh, swinging for the fences I've been doing these last couple of weeks, hasn't helped us. The kitty's still sitting at $334.54. So, and you know the person who hit that bet too, right? Who? It was G-Lane. G-Lane hit that yeah. on the agenda bet when he he went rogue on, I think it was Tohu and someone else, just going uh, Bunsies. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was he was telling me, mate, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and uh, he's been the only one right lately. Sure enough. So we need to start filling that kitty up a little bit, and that is why I'm going up the wires, $2.30. There's a good bit of... Little little juicy bit of uh, a bit of jam there for you. So follow along responsibly, if you will. And unless you've got anything else, Adam, I reckon that'll do us for a Supercoach edition of the Mad Monday podcast on Wednesday. Uh, Keezy and Die commentating the game against the Dolphins on Saturday. See you then. Sky Sport 9. An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. Australia. Ah. Ah.